Hey there, hi there, ho there. Back once again for another exciting episode of Disney Compendium. I am your host, as always, JJ, and over there on the other end of this, I don't know, tin cannon string I've used a million times already, uh, but over there is Nick. Hi, Nick. JJ. It's Kay Dunn. Doing, doing fine. A, How are you? It's a, I'm doing great. It's a tin cannon string with a T1 line this time. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a T1, it's a T1 line. For string. Here, here, talk about Disney's crouching tiger. There we go. There we go. Yeah, pretty much. The this is episode volume. I've I've shoehorned myself into this whole volume thing. It's very difficult to. <laughs> to okay. remember that it's not episode it's volume 36 volume. Mulan um, last week we did uh, uh, you know Hercules and this week we're moving over to China and equally as ancient mythologies <laughs> yeah yeah we have uh, yeah, it, it's that movie you know the movie where the Szechuan sauce came from that movie yeah yeah, you know that Rick and Morty joke that got tired like within two weeks, but here we are. McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's having people throwing tantrums in their lobby because a twenty-year-old uh, McNugget sauce is unavailable for them. <laughs> here it is. There it's it is. This movie's fault. It's this movie right here. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. Uh, is when this opened up in June of 98, so a nice summer blockbuster. Yeah, a uh, new live-action one. The trailer just came out, what, a month ago? Yeah, yeah, around like the, yeah. About, about the time just before Lion King opened, so about two or three, yeah. weeks, three weeks ago, probably. Yes, that's about right. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, this movie has, you know... An interesting sort of story as to how it did in China that would be fun to get to <laughs> when we get to that. But because its problem in China has less to do with this money and, some, and more to do with another Disney movie that we're that we have to talk about for this. So um, it has it's <laughs> Disney was not having good relationship with China for a very specific reason, and it's kind of weird. Um, but we'll get to that. China don't care. China, China don't care. China don't Pink care. Pink shirt with big black leather. China yep. don't care. China don't care. Uh, God, I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to reminisce. Welcome to Bring back to goofs the- from hey. other podcasts. Hey, everybody. It's Tuesday. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's no, like okay. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying those, a new technology, uh, so we're going to be talking over each other a little more than usual because Google Hangouts shut down. So we're having some fun with some new streaming tech, and it's it's mostly also, okay. Also, we're trying uh, we're trying out some new technology, so there might be some issues. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just messing with you. Like, he, he, he keeps doing it. He's this is the, like the third or fourth time he's done this, playing with my emotions on the leg. <laughs> That's right, JJ. There is a lag. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. At least now we've uh, 
and we've now we've now quote unquote monetized it as a goof. So when we actually do it does happen, we just play as a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so Milan. Uh, Picture this: China, <laughs> set in China, and uh, it's Tootsie. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, well, Orbis well, is Doubtfire. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the history behind this movie is that the original intent was it to be a romantic comedy inspired by Tootsie. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So. Um, it wasn't entirely like set up to be just like an adaption of this story. They were also working on an adaption of China doll at the time. And mm-hmm. they sort of mashed them like, I eh, would just combine them and make it a Milan story. Uh, I've never read the poem that this is based off of. So I have absolutely no. zero uh, like understanding of what the actual story is i just know that there isn't a eddie murphy dragon in it um that much i know <laughs> but eddie murphy is in it yeah, but eddie murphy himself is in it as eddie murphy he's represented <laughs> it's him he's in the leather jumpsuit from raw it's great uh <laughs> yeah he will not fall for banana in the tailpipe <laughs> uh so do you just want to get into the plot? You want to start off, start us off with plot here. Okay, so uh, in China, you have to. Okay, well, first of all, Mulan. We're, she's going to be uh, how you put it. Like they're kind of like turning her into a lady. Yeah. Is that how we start off? They're they're basically trying to get her married and so yeah it's a very you know make make her as uh eligible as possible so she's going yeah. through the whole like finishing school but the it's Chinese very very, at the beginning yeah so so yeah well like it, yeah you have this going through her being primped and you know taking a bath scene and yeah. <laughs> getting her like what is this uh, you'll bring honor to us all is the song you'll bring, which is a great song that's all the music in this is fantastic uh, her um, uh, her her grandma's voiced by june foray who yes. is not chinese or even asian <laughs> yeah it's it, it's 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 crazy let's, let's talk about the cast for a minute shall we before we get back into the thing, let's talk about the cast because it's a very interesting cast. So uh, Mulan is played by Ming Na Wen, who is on Chun Li in Street Fighter the movie. Yes, and uh, she, she's Melinda May in uh, Agents of Shield. Yes, uh, uh, and she's she's been in a yeah. She was also the main star of. Uh, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Uh, <laughs> the Final Fantasy movie. Uh, so. I, I thought Master Fighter 2 was cut was deep, but what, there you go, what, buddy. What's, yeah. what's, what, is a, secrets yeah, what is a worse video game movie? Street Fighter or Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? There is a correct answer to this. <laughs> you know, that's where she, she's from. Uh, you have right. Eddie Murphy as Mushu. Yep. 
Captain uh, Captain Shang is BD Wong, right? Who is best known as the Doctor from Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah, the uh, crooked Doctor from Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, he doesn't come across as crooked in Jurassic Park. He comes across crooked in Jurassic World. <laughs> um, Pat Morita is the Emperor of China. Pat Morita, by the way, is uh, also not Chinese. Yeah. Well, he's Japanese. Japanese. But listen, listen. It when when you're when you're pasty white person, it's all the same. <laughs> but uh, and maybe yeah, the that, most the most oh. uh, Asian person, Harvey Firestein. Yes, Harvey Firestein, <laughs> the most Asian person in the on the cast. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it's uh, what's the. I don't know what the oh little brother the dog, yeah. Is that, is that just Stitch? Like they just took that dog design and made Stitch. Uh, I mean, at this point, I, I like to believe it's Alan Tudyk. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and then uh, George Takai. He's the George uh, Takai. George Takai in there. Also, the, uh, also, and- also Japanese. <laughs> at least he is Japanese. George Takai is actually a Japanese person. Yes, uh, n- not Chinese. <laughs> yep. So, so, so you know, that's really the, bad. A thousand with the uh, diverse casting choices. Yeah. To be fair, Pat Morita and George Takai didn't go. Hey, no. They yeah. Still said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. So. So yeah. Uh, and in a version of the movie that I think I wish we got um, in China. Um. Jackie Chan is in the movie. As um, oh, he does a soundtrack. No, no, no. Um, oh, what's the character he was? I already, I already forget what character he was in. Um, Li Shang. Okay. So he is the he is the captain in. Um, oh. In the in the Chinese version, yeah, I almost made the same mistake Disney did. Yeah. <laughs> in the Chinese version. It's Jackie Chan as as the love interest. <laughs> huh. Uh, I wish we got that. If we got Jackie Chan instead. <laughs> but but like just he the, also we, yeah. He did do the soundtrack though, right? For the Chinese version. I don't. Maybe I don't. I don't. I actually don't know that part. <laughs> I think he, I want to say Jackie Chan did like a music video for. Uh, uh, I'll make a man out of you. I mean, if he, I mean, he was that character, so I, I, I would believe that at this point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess Jack. Yeah. So Jackie Chan definitely did. Uh, it makes sense because I mean, that is Donny Osmond performed the same song for yeah. that character. So Jackie Chan did music for his own movies in the past. So. <laughs> I've seen Police Story. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an, it's it's in Cantonese too. So 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 you're not going to get any joy out of it unless you speak Cantonese, uh, or you just want to see Jackie Chan. I guess you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't get joy out of it. I don't know what's wrong with you. So <laughs> so so yeah. Anyways, she Mulan is to trying to be groomed to be wed. Right. And uh, everything goes horribly awry when 
I don't know, the teacher? I don't know what her role is. The... The... Well, well, first of all, Grandma... title? (laughs) I don't know. Well, her grandma messes things up by giving her the the lucky cricket. The lucky cricket, Which messes everything up. Yeah. That, uh... That that that's what that's where the uh, wheels fall off the wagon. Yeah, cricket, uh, not particularly lucky. Uh, this cricket, um, and never really has any real use throughout the point of this movie. And no. there's a reason for that. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of there. I mean, he's he kind of there. But uh, again, this is the era where Disney was trying to give everybody multiple sidekicks and animals. Yeah. There's like every movie has several animal sidekick like characters. So I mean, she has no less than three or four in this. She because has you have you have the horse, you have Mushu. the cricket, you have Mushu, and you have the dog. I oh mean, gosh, right? Yeah, I forgot about little, little brother. Little brother, yeah. who again looks like Stitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. like I think, yeah, um, like completely out of any of the like design elements that any of these other characters are based off of. Um, but then we, uh, she brings shame upon her family. Yeah. In front of the whole town, like the teacher oh, yells shame upon your whole family. She says, thinks a lot. Jerkules. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah, wrong movie. Okay. What's wrong with these scissors? Uh, <laughs> he says, "Look what you did, you little jerk!" <laughs> one of my most, one of my absolute most quoted movie lines of all time. So, uh, <laughs> she Uncle Frank's here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she brings. After listening to the song, uh, "You'll bring honor to us all," she brings no honor. In yeah. fact, in fact, she takes honor away from the family. Yeah. Any any honor they've built up has been deducted. Yeah. So we get to uh, her coming back home and uh, trying to hide her shame from her dad, who is a war veteran, like Purple yeah. Heart recipient kind of thing. I guess yeah, really, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's. He, he, his arm. Uh, <laughs> not, uh, yeah. uh, his arm not doing. His arm not doing so hot. Uh, no. And the Huns have invaded China. That was like the beginning of the movie. The Huns yeah. have invaded China. Yeah, I kind of, sort of skip, yeah kind of skipped past this crucial part of why yeah. <laughs> this movie I, exists. I, I saw it a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so now you have the. Conscription scene coming in where right uh, Mulan dad straight up says you what is it you dishonor me or something yeah <laughs> just straight up to because she tries to defend him and saying like he's damn near crippled and you're trying to send him off to war with this conscription don't, don't take uh, my only father to fight in your war yeah you bring yeah. dishonor upon me. Yeah, it's like, jeez. All yeah. right. Boy. He's, like, he's like Sato from Karate Kid 2 here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a, a little melodramatic pop. But okay. Um, we'll have fun dying in the war, Dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the scene where she decides to uh, tomboy it up and run off with the conscription to war is the scene that sort of changed what this movie was. Um, there was originally a song here and everything. Um, but like they realized that playing it silent worked better. Mm -hmm. And like what this, what this scene was doing, I think they call it sequence six because it would be this, you know, one of the sequences, whatever. Um, (laughs) but, um, it changed the tone. Like once they had this down, it's like, they knew, Oh, that's what this movie is. That's what this movie is going to be is this this story of you know this family redemption and this you know her trying to disguise herself as a man and go to war um and and in a much more serious tone and you know gone are is the idea of tootsie of like a romantic comedy or something it's very it makes a very serious movie and they replaced the song like they took a track that was going to be used from like another movie that never came out and put it into the sequence, which you can tell because that song, this training montage song, doesn't fit sure. in with any of the other tone of the movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I the, the thing about remember about this scene a lot is like you see she like sees her dad like practicing with the sword, and she's like, yeah. oh, maybe it's gonna be okay. And he's like doing all kinds of cool stuff with it, and he's just like, ah, <laughs> and then just like, like tunnel. yeah, it just collapses on the floor like. He, he could have been, he could have killed himself to either yeah. just fall on the sword. <laughs> just, it's like, well, I mean, maybe if we didn't do so many swirly sword things. Yeah, you, you, don't have to get, you don't have to get fancy with it, dude. It's, you're going to war, not fencing at the Olympics. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the, to, to quote the Mask of Zorro, pointy in goes into the man. <laughs> uh, but so. Yeah, she she's running off, and this is where you get to the temple of this, uh, ancient ancestors, I, I guess. I don't know, like it's all her ancestors in there. Yeah. Uh, well, first it's just the one, and then he wakes up uh, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy thinks that he's been chosen to be her spirit, you know, her, yeah. her protector. But I guess his single role is to just wake up the rest of the spirits. He's uh he's the uh the wake up call, and then yeah. and then he's like, "Hey, go wake up the the great stone dragon, who's actually going to do the work." Yeah, he's a real dragon, which is yeah. cold blooded. That's cold blooded. Yeah. You know, he, like they know he's a real dragon, but yeah. just being a jerk to him for the sake of being a jerk to him. You're not, uh, not like. Not like you, one of the crummy-looking dragons from Kung Fu, <laughs> at second level when you bust yeah. out of the pot, Milan or Wushu. Yeah, you just yeah. duck and you do nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're just gonna go right past the bad guys. It's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's embarrassing. We can't yeah. have you out there. The cobras uh, do more damage, Mushu. <laughs> I do not. I do not like the constant like. They keep saying things like going out and drag, or you know, take this drag show on the road or something. Like it's, yeah, (laughs) those those parts have because first of all, it's not she's not going in drag, like (laughs) yeah, she's not like (laughs) 
Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're. This isn't some sort of, you know, John Waters film or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not divine going out yeah. there fighting the Hun. Yeah, she's just. Yeah, it's it's not. It's, 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 drag has just, just very specific connotations, and yeah. that's not what this is. But but they're but they're making a goof off of it, which feels dirty. Um, but hey, 2019 sure does. Yeah. But you know, nineteen ninety eight, that you know, that was a good joke. That was <laughs> that was uh, yeah. I want to say good joke, but I mean that was an acceptable joke. It was a joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it and, wasn't. It wasn't going to make anyone go eh back yeah. in nineteen ninety eight, except for you know people that did drag. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like but, to this point, we'd had like. Oh, I've seen Birdcage and Tu Wong Fu. Yeah, they just yeah. dress drag all the time. Yeah. That's the thing that homosexual people do. Like, yeah. no, that's dope. No, no, sure isn't. Not no. a thing. Not yeah. a thing. So, 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 yeah. He's Mushu was sent to wake up the big dragon, and I am unclear why it's not what what's why it didn't wake up. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like it wasn't waking up at first, and then he breaks it, <laughs> so then it's definitely not going to wake up. Yeah. Um, he murders the dragon. Yeah, that that's that an ancient mystical being murdered at the hands of Eddie Murphy in the first twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say one thing about this movie's animation, and that this is one of the most angular clean lined animations yeah. they had ever done at this point it seemed it looked all cg in this yeah. movie like it's it, like it didn't look an ounce hand drawn um like it's like it's just a lot of sharp 90 degree angles and just nice thick like solid black lines on edges and stuff it was very striking like it almost doesn't seem disney at times yeah the only well, and time... and uh, the reason for that is this is the first film put out by their Florida studio. Okay. Um, they had done other stuff. They had done bit pieces on like the rescuers and things, but this is the Florida studio and this is their first like full length feature film. Um, so it is technically a different studio doing this movie than previous Disney films, um, but it's all under the same banner. It just happens to be in Florida because it's the, you know, you have this studio at the Disney MGM Studios in Florida that needs to be used. Yeah. It's being used for an animation studio now. It can't. It's like, all we're using it for is WCW Saturday Night. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, we got to like do some Disney stuff with it. Yeah, what's 1990? This is yeah, there's some 98. Uh... So yeah, I was thinking like I don't know if they were still. No, they weren't doing the. They weren't doing like the months long of pre tapes there. Yeah, or, yeah, but yeah, so we're out of that. And, and Thunder in Paradise has been long since yeah. done for. So, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say the only part that that you can kind of tell CGI is like when the when the Huns are coming over the mountain yeah. in that final scene. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that might be. Yeah, and, and I think that was actually that, like the large crowd scenes. Mm-hmm. Is actually a like proprietary software that they called Attila. <laughs> um, 
uh, to create these large crowds for these movies. It was like sort of an offshoot of like a Pixar situation. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was CG and it was like a completely new process of creating a large, massive crowd. So good eye. <laughs> it looked good. It looked good. Yeah. No, uh, we're at the point now, this is 1998, we're at the point now where it's game on. I mean, Toy Story has already been a massive success, and DreamWorks is out there doing their stuff, and you're going to be, you know, this is a a renaissance of animation is underway, not just a Disney renaissance, but how animation is done is mm-hmm. completely changing at this point, and is going to um, change forever, like, in a short amount of time from here. Um, so yeah so what is it so yeah now Eddie Murphy is uh, murdered the dragon <laughs> murdered a dragon and uh, pretends to be said dragon and uh, just runs off to protect Milan himself yep he's uh, gonna do it he's gone rogue uh, <laughs> and he's gonna do it um, is this this was he doing Sh- Shrek at the around the same time as this? Was yeah, because what Shrek same, was Shrek same year, right? Or ninety nine? No, I think Shrek was ninety nine, two thousand. Okay. Um, so. And remember, Shrek had already been in deep development because there's you know Shrek, there's footage of you know Chris, Chris Farley as yeah. Shrek and stuff. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Eddie Murphy, uh, like between this and Shrek, that was like the last hurrah of Eddie Murphy is sort of a big household name because yeah. everything coming up, uh, significantly less significant. <laughs> well, well he, so he, he had this Shrek and then the first nutty professor. Yes. And that was kind of like, Oh, Eddie Murphy's back guys. Yeah. And, and even like, you know, Bowfinger. Which, yeah. All right. That's a, that's a, I like Bowfinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that you know, but this is Eddie Murphy pivoting into his um, kids' movie phase, or yeah. like, and with varying degrees of success. Haunted Mansion is a miserable movie. Yeah. Um, you know, and and the Nutty Professor stuff is okay. I I don't think it, it hasn't held up as well as some other things Eddie Murphy has done. <laughs> so, you mean like like masterpieces like Vampire in Brooklyn. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not not everything's coming to America. Um, or the party all the time music video. <laughs> especially the party all the time music video. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you know, and then he starts. You know, you're Norbit and Meet Dave and things yeah. are just around just around the corner for Eddie Murphy. So just, just around the river bend. <laughs> I just saw the uh, the new season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, the Jerry mm-hmm. Seinfeld show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, episode one of this newest season is Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't – Eddie Murphy lives in a mansion that looks like – it's like an Italian, like – you know, this like he it's like it doesn't look like it belongs in the middle of LA. It looks like it belongs like like in a eighties movie about a drug kingpin in you know <laughs> in Colombia or something. Like, you know, it's it's this massive, massive house. And I'm just and, and it just blows you away when you think about how little Eddie Murphy has worked in the last 
20 years at this point and how successful he was so successful that he can still live that lifestyle at a young age yeah yeah and he's still and he has several kids yeah and he's still able to live that lifestyle is very impressive didn't didn't netflix offer him a large sum of money to come back and do a stand-up special i watching this comedians and cars getting coffee you could tell that like oh this is synergy this is stage one and then because yeah i heard i heard he was given 20 million dollars to do a stand-up routine a stand-up return yeah um, which is absurd but also i get it <laughs> so, yeah like- because like you know um what is it raw and i forget what the second one was delirious yeah. delirious raw mm-hmm. delirious like still like those are movies like it's not like it's comedy central or it's a special that airs every once in a while or something these are films that yeah, you go out and buy on dvd yeah. theatrical movies and yeah. they're still incredibly funny yeah um so i get the because eddie murphy is cle- still clearly very funny yeah um i, I and I'll be interested to see what happens with that. This is the Eddie Murphy cast. I hope you enjoyed yeah. episode yeah. one of Murph cast. Yeah. Uh, That's where we talk about another 48 hours. Uh, so yeah. JJ, Nick Next Goldie week, looks kind of haggard. Yeah. They're kind of right. <laughs> as, as is, as is then, as is now, Nick Nolte, not looking so hot. No, they're uh, so great. Uh, uh, and that, tune in next week when we do uh, trading places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, and then, uh, and I, now I'm really looking forward to our very special episode where we talk about uh, <laughs> the Golden Child. The golden child. <laughs> oh wait, come on! We're doing yeah. the Golden Child now. We're doing the Golden Child right now. Mulan. Speaking uh, of Mulan. Hey, she's she's reporting to training camp. Yeah, <laughs> um, where she, against all odds, is everyone is incredibly stupid at this training camp, yep. including the captain. To she is there are times where she is just straight up talking like a woman, yeah. and nobody nobody bats an eye. No, <laughs> they do a little bit. They're like what? And then she changes into her baritone voice. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. So uh, this is where we meet her fellow soldiers. I, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. The Three Stooges—they are Larry, Curly, and Mo. Now, I—I <laughs> I don't yeah. know what's the name of the big soldier. I—I I don't. I—I I, I straight up never learned their names. I've seen this movie a few times, that and cool. I just watched it. I watched it while I was working today. Uh, <laughs> that fool's uh, strong, sad. Yeah, it, it's one hundred percent. It's it, it, it's he acts like him. He's built like strong, sad. It is strong, sad. It's strong, uh, sad. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. I mean, dawn of the internet. So. <laughs> Emails. Some star runner has been around since the dawn of the internet. So nope. I wouldn't be surprised. So for the purposes of the rest of the show, he's strong sad. He's he's strong sad. Yeah. Um, so, um, I did read something because like he has that sort of uh, calm demeanor and that Buddhist attitude. Yeah. Um, which struck me because I read a thing where the director wanted to 
not touch down on any Buddhist themings because he was a Christian. That's like, I'm a uh, Christian, so I'm not going to do Buddhist stuff. Like, you don't have to. Nobody. Okay, that's okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> that seems bad. And then you <laughs> seems think about bad like, what you just said. Yeah. Well, like, okay, think about like the commentary, like Joss Whedon, a and a outspoken atheist. He he put the. Uh, there's only one God line in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. He said, he said, he said, just because I'm an atheist, Captain America is not, he would yeah. not be one. No, it's a guy. Like, yeah. A guy born and raised in the 40, like, you know, thirties and forties. No, of course he's God. Yeah, right. It's like, so he's like, yeah, just because that's me. Doesn't mean that's what my character has to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm like, boy, that's sucky dude, but whatever. Yeah, uh, I, 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 it's not like it would have had a effect on the plot at all. Like if she was a Buddhist or yeah. something. Like what, what, how does that change what happens in this movie? And she wouldn't be fighting, like or something. You know? And maybe it's better they didn't touch religion at all. Yes, and just said like, yeah. hey, just sort of these, just sort of like these vague, uh, spiritualistic like things, like yeah. you know, just. Uh, just because you because they don't know and they wouldn't know there's not no. enough training in the world to have taught a, a group of pasty white disney animators in 1997 you know <laughs> trying to make this movie yeah. uh, the history of china and the politics of its religions and its spiritual beliefs and what mm-hmm. have you so it's probably best especially based off of uh the other story i will talk about a little bit a little bit <laughs> here um, but yeah, so she's training, and they all are terrible. Every single one of them, even her. Yeah. Like you expect I maybe it's like yeah, like you kind of expect like oh she'll just have like glimpses of greatness early on that just need to be corralled in. But no, no, not at all. She starts a fight immediately, uh, <laughs> thanks to Eddie Murphy, yeah. and chaos ensues and everything. So. And uh, Donny Osmond is the uh, what is his character's name? It's Captain Shang, and he's not the Shang. voice. He's not the voice of that character. It's B.D. Wong. He's B. D. the Wong. singing voice of he's that the character. One. So yeah. he, I just call him Donny Osmond, but yeah, yeah uh, Chang is he's like their drill instructor, I guess you would call him in a way. Yeah, he's he's also their. Yeah. their <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they have a blanket party from Milan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take about to take their socks, fill them with soap. Soap. <laughs> oh boy, could you imagine if this just turned into a full metal, full metal jacket, jacket for, yeah. for just a little bit, just a, just a scotch. Um, this is my rifle. This is my gun. Yeah. 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 I don't know, but it's been said. I'm not. I'm yeah. <laughs> Uh, how cold yeah <laughs> but um, we do get that great a great Disney song Be a Man is a fantastic is song so good um, it's one of those like it's funny because it is like super toxic masculinity but yeah. like it's supposed to be that way because I, it's an interesting choice to because it's being used as a montage song 
yeah. and there's dialogue and stuff in the middle of the song that the characters in this montage aren't saying. Yeah. So it's just the animation and the song are wholly separate from one another. And it's a very mm-hmm. interesting choice. Like, I, I, I don't know why they went that way. Like, you know, when they have the characters dialoguing in the middle of the song, they could have just had the characters be saying that like in distress in the middle of the song, but they don't. Yeah. It's very interesting. I, it's a very interesting choice, but I like it. I like the reprise to it later on. Yeah. When, when now they're all dressed up as concubine. Yeah. <laughs> and that song. Yeah. You get the reprisal of that song. It, it's a good way to bring that song back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It is a, it, it is a toxic, it's a thing like there's toxic masculinity, but it's also like, you feel okay singing it. Yeah. It's just kind of because it's so corny. Yeah. Like the concepts of all of these things that like out the gate, like when he's singing, like, uh, you know, these sent me daughters when I asked for sons or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, so lame. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, so, but it, like, it's funny. Like it takes the turn from being like, like just real toxic to just like goof comedy because it's so stupid (laughs) and I love it. I love it so much. And Um, you know, given our ages and our proclivity for action movies with montages in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This this hits, this scratches that itch. Yeah. Yeah. It's making fun of all of that stuff at the same time, which is great. It should be mocked. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It is it is a super stupid toxic masculinity song, cut to a training montage set in China while they all slowly get better and better at archery and tree climbing. So (laughs) it's great. Um, and so they go. They finally just they finish their training. Mulan, fantastic. uh, Ping, that's what her her male name is. Ping. Um. Perfect student, excelled, doing better than the captain. Uh, Her original name, IP Config. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. No. Uh, get, get your IT nonsense out. Of this. I'm I'm barely stringing this show together with bubble gum and stuff, and you're gonna try to drop some IT jokes in here, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so now they're off to fight the Huns, I guess. I mean, like, they're off to on a march. Defeat the Huns. To defeat, to defeat the, the Huns. Huns. <laughs> yeah. um, I like the scene, like, Mushu, uh, Mushu screws this whole thing up. Yeah. Uh, he fires off, Mulan's dragging the ammunition cart i guess i don't know what's going on like they don't really show you what's in there but you definitely know there's a firework in there yeah you know a rocket in there um and he sets it off because he's a dragon and he's got fire ha 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 uh and so it alerts uh the huns the huns alerts the huns uh to their location (laughs) and a fight breaks out. Uh, the fight scenes in this movie are fantastic. Yeah. Um, I am blown away. This is one of the few Disney movies where you actually see a physical body count. Um, yeah. 
after the Huns destroy that village and they get there, like, and they they go over the crest and just a reveal, just like the beaches of Normandy, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's just dead bodies <laughs> hanging out out there. That that part where they find like that that doll and yeah. uh, and Chang finds his father's helmet. It's like it's a that's a yeah. that scene hits you a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, but so yeah, so a, a big epic battle in the snow uh, breaks out here. Very cool, very yeah. cool looking battle. Um, it ends with Mulan getting one of the rockets, uh, using Eddie Murphy as a you know a, a lighter to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to light the rocket, and uh, missing the Hun, the lead Hun, whose name again is escaping me entirely. Um, Lee, I think it's J- Lee. Yeah, yeah, missing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, General Lee. By the way, I want to point General out General Lee. General Lee. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, them Hun boys got themselves in a big mess of trouble. Uh, <laughs> uh, looks like. The, yeah, looks. How are they gonna get themselves out of this avalanche? Uh, because that's what happened. She, <laughs> this episode is... Be, be um, all you ever saw, but in trouble with a law since the devil was born. That's what steps have become. We're just, it's, yes. just a deep, it's a deep scat now. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. The, the rocket hits the mountain and it causes an avalanche. Uh, Mulan gets struck Gets hit, gets injured by the sword, but it takes out most of his troops. Um, Aside from his 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 like head dudes, yeah, they still like his it. main his main crew, yeah, is yeah the ones the Falcon. the char- the characters that weren't created in a CG program to pad yeah. out the numbers. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, so she's injured, and. Uh, <laughs> This, this is where the, you get. This is where the big reveal is: is that she's been a woman the whole time. Yep. Um, she's, again, she's again, this is all on you because she wasn't really fooling anyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't really doing a good job at, at talking like a man or holding herself as a man. She, we skipped past it where she was. Uh, it's a skinny dipping scene. Yeah. Um, with just a lot of implied nudity. Mm-hmm. guys on the butt and just a lot of implied wang shots and stuff so, yeah um, and, and her trying and to we say we say wang we mean not like the <laughs> this is not a uh a joke on Mulan yeah. here yeah um, so so she's got her ribs her ribs tape like she's ddp yeah yeah she, yeah she's got a ddp tape going um, so it is revealed that she's a, uh, obviously this is no, uh, this is a, this is treason. This is a crime of, uh, yeah. capital punishment crime. So, uh, punishable by death, punishable by death. Um, what is the character's name that is the, I don't know. What, what what is that character's even job that just sort of goes around taking notes all the time for the oh, emperor? 
and it, I feel like we've done a bad job of naming some of these characters, but it's more about the story for me. But um, yeah. I'm going to call him Weasel, Weasel Guy. Weasel Guy? Weasel Guy is like, yeah, no, you got to kill her, man. You got to kill her. That's what it is. Throws the sword, like, got to kill her. You got to kill her. Yeah, don't don't do that. No, That's how he started. I, I don't care how he. I don't. Does it give you? I don't care how he sounded. You <laughs> don't get to do that. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. I'm not making fun of it. That's how the man sounds in the movie. <laughs> so, are you saying you would? Are you saying you would rap along with the songs? <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to make fun of it's it's one it's one to make fun of the southern trawl and the dukes of hazard <laughs> i'm not making fun of it though that's how the man sounds <laughs> that's how he sounds you gotta listen i can make fun of lumiere you gotta pick your xenophobia brother you gotta pick use it <laughs> you can't uh Cut okay, we're, we're we're never allowed to do the song of the South now. At this point. Yeah, That's no, gonna happen because I don't need you talking like Uncle Remus on this. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, do up Star Wars Episode One, and you just break into a Jar Jar Binks and burst yeah. for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says you have to kill her now, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Donny Osmond uh, gets the sword, walks towards her, throws the sword in the snow, and it's like life for a life because he saved her, or she saved him earlier yeah. in the movie. Uh, so he spared her, spared her life because she saved his, and he's just going to leave her to bleed out in the snow, I guess. Because <laughs> well, they have to keep moving forward. <laughs> I, I, and I think before this, he was starting to he was starting to have like that Victor Victoria moment. Like, yeah. I yeah. kind of attracted the ping. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what this is saying, but I'm digging ping and I don't I'm know what it says about me. I yeah. don't know what it means. Yeah. He's like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. This is this, the, the, like, it's clearly like, Oh, this is the Tootsie, uh, yeah. <laughs> inspiration coming yeah. here. Um, so yeah. So what happens next? I forget exactly what happens. So the uh, all the guys, all the head puns yeah. crawl the snow, and like now they're headed to the capital because yeah. now they like like uh, the guys. Uh, Donnie Osmond and his boys, yeah, strong, sad Harvey Firestein and uh, Finn guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna go to the Capitol and get their Star Wars medals from Pat Morita. Yeah, yeah. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now the hunts like, nah, man, we're gonna like yeah. run a covert mission. Yeah, and so Mulan is alive. Yeah, and she's trying to go to the Imperial City to be like, they're alive. Come on, you can't just let your guard down. They're here. They're here and they're going to kill everybody. <laughs> but nobody's Gordon, listening to her. She's like, because, Gordon's alive, alive, alive. Yeah. But nobody's paying attention to her because she's a woman and that's what yeah. this movie's about. Is <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, like, eventually it all comes to 
comes to pass. Yeah. You know, um, this she, is where you, yeah. She recruits her boys. Yeah. And that's where you get the, uh, I do like the, uh, when they're all dressed up as concubines mm-hmm. and that's, they're like, it's concubines, ugly concubines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Mulan should have been just furious when she yeah. did that. Uh, She's like, "Listen, my makeup's not on point yet." But God, oh, you mean these? Oh, you mean strong, sad, and crew over here? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not the ugly one, right? Like everyone else is the ugly one. But of course, in keeping with cartoon gags, one guard's like, "Yeah, yeah, he's into it." He's yeah, into it's it. like that trope. It's always like, it's a matter what. The- it was, and it plays out exactly like that Simpsons joke where. Uh, Grandpa is try- is infiltrating the Nazis. Yeah, it's like, that's the nine booby. Because they got because they got fruit, and that's yeah. how they know. And so they take out the uh, watermelon, and smash clonk heads of the Huns, and oh, it's like yeah. it's like a callback to that uh, scene from Robin Hood where that rhino is like, yeah, like. Yes. Little John and Drag was doing it for him. Yeah. Like, he, he found he learned really? something about himself that day. Yeah. <laughs> really, sir. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you just at this point, at this point, we're just wrapping it up because it's the action scene, the finale of this Huns trying to kill the uh, emperor, basically. Um, I do like that she disarms the, the the Hun with like her little fan. She catches yeah. the sword and does a little spin move. Yeah, that's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, that's that's katana. Uh, for, yeah, <laughs> uh, or Melina, depending on uh, <laughs> which Mortal Kombat character, which costume color you want. <laughs> um, but uh, I also like that. Uh, during the whole uh, showdown and everything, like he's getting ready to kill Donny Osmond. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's like, I forget exactly what his words were, but mom furious that Donny Osmond gets the credit for destroying his plans. Yeah. <laughs> so she throws her shoe at him. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, who throws a shoe? <laughs> so yeah. Uh, how does he, he gets he he gets blown up by a firework too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. okay. So it, like, she goes, "Have you ever?" She goes, "Do you like Elton John?" And he goes, "No, I like that soft stuff." And she goes, "Because it's you. You're the Rocket Man." And she launches him. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then she jokes. Yeah. Did you just get bored and start writing your own ending to the long point? Oh, I'm messing up the Rock. Oh. Where she. <laughs> So she does not blow up Tony Todd. No. It's, it's the it's the head of the Huns. Yes. So there we go. Uh, the Huns exploded. Uh, <laughs> uh, like it's lots of lots of explosions. Like they mm-hmm. really they really got their use out of these fireworks. Right. Um, Pat Morita thrilled that she was able to save the day. Yes. Arnold's uh, happy. Arnold is happy. <laughs> He's like he's chicken. Yeah. Uh, he's willing. He wants her on uh, her his 
his his cabinet, I guess. Yeah, that that's way to put it. Yeah, uh, but she declines. Yeah. She was gonna give him the uh, weasel guy's uh, yeah. job. She basically fired him. Like, I don't like this guy anyways, and I'd rather have. I'm sure. I'm sure Pat Morita would much prefer having Milan wandering around yeah. and this weaselly dude. Anyways, uh, but nah, she's like, nah. I've been gone a long time. I got to get home. Uh, they think I'm. I'm sure they think I'm dead as heck. Yeah, uh, dead and And then Pat Morita, the emperor. He's the emperor. That's what yeah. he is. He's the emperor. He even tells Chang like. Hey, listen, buddy. Uh, she's pretty capable, and you're really into her. Yeah. What's, I, what's going on there? Yeah, I do like the a woman like that only comes along once in Dynasty. Uh, it's like, is what? a good line. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's dumb, but it works. Uh, yeah. It is one of those like it's vaguely it's like it's vaguely racially insensitive, but yeah, <laughs> it's still a good line. Yeah. Um, so Milan gets goes home with her crest and the short sword of again uh, remember names sword of Shang Tsung, um, the guy who looks like Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you know, it's like, look, I got the crest, I got the sword, I brought honor to the family, and you know, in a nice emotional scene, it's like you know, you're you're you you know. You, you're all, you're more than enough, you know. Yeah. Just having you here is more than enough. Yeah, he's and, like the greatest. I, and honor. of course, you got and of course, grandma's back there. Like, wish you brought a man home. <laughs> a man. Oh yeah. A man. And that's when Donny Osmond comes, uh, waltzing back in to their lives uh, <laughs> to stay for dinner, or yeah. as grandma wants, forever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone, listen, lives, listen, everyone lives happily ever after Mushu goes back to the temple and gets granted guardian status I guess Yeah, like, he's so. leveled up he leveled doing a up. good job yeah. and the guy that's whatever that character's role is is absolutely furious that they're having a party he's just a big stick in the mud <laughs> George Takai is unhappy George Takai is unhappy yeah. and he never once says oh my no, uh, this is before George Takai was doing that. Uh, <laughs> he was still on comms. He was like, uh. yeah. Uh, so, uh, what do you think? What do you think of Milan? I like Milan a lot. Um, yeah, I, I know we did a very bad job, sort of going through this movie, yeah, but we had some it's because stuff we had some technical out. stuff that took us out of our groove. But at the same time, this movie is kind of bare bones in terms of sort of what you can describe. Yeah. Um, it, it's, 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 there's, it's a lot of visuals. The story really is her young girl doesn't want the life that has been given to her. Her dad gets drafted into war. She takes his place, pretends to be their son that nobody knew they had, goes off to war, gets discovered, still make, brings honor to the family in the end, at the end of the day by being just as much as a man, quote, end quote, as any you know, one of these soldiers. So yeah. I mean, good, soundtrack. Soundtrack. good soundtrack. Good soundtrack. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful visuals. This is yeah. probably one of their best looking movies. Mm-hmm. Um, just in t- at the time, at the time, because it just looks so clean and so crisp. And I watched this on Netflix. Um, it's the first time I'd seen it in sort of like 1080p. And I was really blown away by how clean the whole movie looked um, and sharp. Yeah. 
So it 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 looked like it it looked like it should have followed Hercules. Put it that way. Like we yeah. had movies like oh, like we're gonna have some coming up where it's like mm. yeah, yes, very much so. Uh, the story I was gonna talk about uh, with this movie and what happened with it in China because like you think this you know China's a big movie market. Yeah. Um. So and in China. The Lion King was a massive success. It was the highest grossing uh, Western movie of all time uh, in China. Uh, so Disney uh, figured, uh, you know, why not? Uh, we just, yeah. but the problem is a little movie called, uh, a little Martin Scorsese movie that came out called Kundu. Uh, <laughs> um. And Kundun is a story about um, the 14th Dalai Lama. And so it is a movie about Tibet. Mm-hmm. And China was not having this movie. Uh, they were, they were, they were livid about the, it's like they kept telling Disney, like, because Disney was the studio behind it. Um, and they, I think it would have been, was it Touchstone or Buena Vista? Probably Buena Vista. Or even Hollywood uh, Pictures. Right? Produ- produced by Touchstone, distributed by Buena Vista. So this is a Disney movie through and through. Yeah. Um, and they and they were telling him they're like it's like this is this movie is taking too much of a political stance, uh, and we're not having it, and we will we will pull everything if that's what if that's what we need to do. And th- they were dead serious about that. They did pull cartoons that were on TV and movies and theaters when Kundun came out. So relations with Disney uh, were very poor with China at the time. And uh, so they knew going in, it's not going to be an accepted movie, Mulan. Uh, it got a years-long delay till it was finally released in China. Um, but it was a limited release, and it needed to be after Chinese New Year. Because wow. Chinese New Year was... Uh, the holiday and they wanted to make sure Chinese movies were the big movies. So uh, it, and it was stolen, it pirated left and right. It was major, majorly pirated movie in China. Did so movie come out before or after Hong Kong Disneyland? After. Oh yeah. no, before, before Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland. Well, no, wait. Okay. Shanghai Disneyland is like, thick. It's a tricky situation because they just recently sort of like in the last, like when I say recently, I mean like in the 2000s really sort of uh, cleaned up some of this stuff because I know covering like making good with China on some of the stuff is what led to Shanghai Disneyland. Um, When did Hong Kong Disney open? I feel like it was the 80s. Uh, when Tom because it, because if if relations were restra- restrained already between Disney and China, <laughs> well, no, because Hong Kong was still a, a part of the Commonwealth back in the eighties. Oh no! Oh, Hong Kong was Hong Kong was two thousand and five. So oh. yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, I, I was thinking of um, uh, like Euro Disney and sort okay. of the plans to expand in Europe and the yeah. and stuff. So yeah, so yeah, this would have been that thing and also um i don't think uh disney 
I don't think Disney operates um, the Hong Kong. Yeah, Disney doesn't operate the it's Hong Kong. Like it's 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 the Hong Kong International Theme Park Company. Yeah, um, it, but it's the same thing. It's like the Japanese Land Company and stuff. Yeah, like some of these Asian ones are operated by, in some instances, like the government built you know things and stuff going on. So different like land companies and stuff actually operate the theme park. They're basically licensing the Disney style. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. So so yeah, opened September so thirteen years ago. So yeah, um, yeah. Kundun really devastated Disney. Like it, it China was unhappy and i mean think about i mean there's a martin scorsese movie and it was relatively well received martin scorsese movie but you know china just did not like the idea of having this movie because we know the uh relations with tibet and Mm -hmm. that stuff going on in china so and it's not the first time martin scorsese had made a movie that was controversial yeah, and I think it was already, what is it? Because um, this would like Kundun came out like almost like within less than a year of Seven Years in Tibet or whatever that movie was with Brad Pitt. With Brad Pitt one, so like they came out at around the same time too. Right. So you know, it's similar stories going on. So westernized versions of the history of China. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, theme theme park wise, uh, nothing. <laughs> like literally, like which is surprising. No, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure there's something at like Hong Kong or Shanghai or something. Yeah, probably more likely Hong Kong than Shanghai to be honest. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know enough of those theme parks and the nuts and bolts of those theme parks, the um, the Chinese ones. Um, I know a little more about Hong, uh, Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Sea than I do the Chinese one. So maybe there's something there. Um, but uh, I guess I just wasn't interested enough to look it up. <laughs> uh, oh, this is part of the show where JD's like, yeah. guess what? I'm off to hit every theme park in the world. It's going to happen. It's going to happen I know. at some point. I know. I know. You know I, full I, well. I say that in, not in jest, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I think I th- I'm pretty sure my next stop will be Paris. <laughs> I, uh, you're, like, you're like, oh man, this is depressing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, you by yourself. Yeah. Yay. Uh, Disneyland Paris has turned itself around, and also it's the one Disney theme park you can go to that it might be snowing. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So. Video game, Kingdom Hearts, obviously. Yeah. There was a weird... Disney did these, like, animated storybook things for, like, the PlayStation and computers at the time, so that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but All the V-Raw really... games, yeah. Yeah. Um, was, there a game... was there not a Game Boy game? Or nope. Game Boy... Really? No. No. THQ was cranking those suckers out, and they didn't. Yeah, but, but we're in the we're in the late nineties now, and oh, that yeah. stuff is kind of disappearing. So um, now you're getting this kind of stuff, where it is like the animated storybooks and um, stuff like that. So because what uh, Tarzan <laughs> gets like a PlayStation One 3D platforming game or whatever. So right. Um, there was a sequel. 
There was there Mulan too. Um, as is usually with these sequels, I could not be bothered. I, like you see <laughs> that you see you, you see like, all right, well, uh, we got Mulan two out. And I'm like, that's cool, but nah, I'm fine. I think a lot. I don't think everyone returned, but several did. Um, it's it's not uh, surprisingly. I know this may surprise you. Eddie Murphy did not return for a straight to video Disney release of a movie. <laughs> he was busy doing nothing at all. Apparently. Yeah, it is. Mark Mosley, uh, who is the standard sound double, like when you need a when you have a character, an actor that you can't get into a video game. So if you need Eddie Murphy, if you need or Patrick Stewart, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Patrick Warburton, or Robin Williams. This is the guy you use to reprise the role in the video game or cartoon or film or something. So hey, it's good work. So um, so yeah. We obviously had the fast food tie-in. Oh yeah, we mentioned the fast food tie-in. Well, there was half the sports. There was, there was. Yeah, those are actually kind of decent. If you look at those uh, half meal toys, they're actually not that bad looking. No, uh, they, they were doing. I mean, again, this is the the mid the mid mid to late nineties where like production is like consumerism is at a at a, at its peak at this point. Like, hell yeah, really, it is. People aren't really thinking too much about like like the you know super size is still around at McDonald's at this point. People aren't thinking about certain at these sort of like maybe maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe shoving. Uh, these highly detailed toys into these, you know, boxes of, you know, cheeseburgers and french fries. But, um... Well, okay, so, besides the Szechuan sauce, there was the Imperial Pack. Yes, there was the Imperial Pack. Which was 30 chicken nuggets? Yep. 30 nuggets, two fries? Sounds right. Uh, Two fries, two drinks. Yeah. Which, uh... 18-year-old me was like, heck yeah, I'm knocking this bad boy down over the course of a day. 39-year-old me now is like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to, I need a nap thinking I about it. just thinking about that. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so this movie uh, opened up, it, it's opening weekend, $22.8 million. Um which great opening weekend. It wasn't number one, but um, it had a budget of 90 million because that's where we're getting at in yeah. animation. Now it's just yeah. going to keep getting worse and worse uh, as time goes on. It had an overall box office of 304 million. So, Hey, good. Made yeah. its money back. Yeah. Um, it actually uh, opened behind X-Files. Um, the, the first X-Files movie. First X-Files movie. The, no, the second X-Files movie. The one that came out a decade later. And <laughs> they re-released... Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fight for the Future was the second one. No, wait. That's the first one. No, that's the first one. It's I Want to Believe is the second one. Okay. The first one's actually a good movie. The first one is just a, a prolonged episode of the show. To yes. the point where if you didn't watch it, you couldn't continue watching the show yeah (laughs) because a lot happens in that movie and the next episode that would be after that immediately picks up after the end of that movie so uh, where's mitch pelagi oh there yeah 
<laughs> so, so you got that. Um, it, it, it was the, it wasn't even the highest grossing animated film of the year because Bugs Life came out the same year. So, you know. Which had its own uh, dipping sauce, by the way. It had its own dipping sauce. Which was, by the way, superior dip, dipping sauce. Yeah. It was the apple dipping sauce. Um, it, it did outgross Hunchback and Hercules, so that's mm-hmm. good. But obviously, it was nowhere near the success as Lion King or Aladdin. No. Um, but it's it'd be hard to at this point, especially yeah. especially now that Pixar is in full swing, yeah. and there's more options for animation. And, and the whole thing with China kind of probably whole, took a dent out of their worldwide market. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was still like like the highest grossing international movie. Like, like I think it did gangbusters in the UK and stuff. So, you know, good for it. Um, what's next? Do you want to do the list or talk about like the top movies of 1998? Let's talk about the top movies of 1998. I'm going to go ahead and take a guess here. You're going to take a guess at what the number one movie of 1998 is. Yes. Is it Armageddon? Is it Armageddon? It absolutely is Armageddon. Yeah. Also a Disney movie. Yeah. Uh, $554 million worldwide for Armageddon. Um, You kind of forget at times just how big Armageddon is. Like that movie was a monster of a film. I'm a fan. I like that movie. That movie's good. I don't care. It's dumb as all get out. But it is good. Even though, <laughs> like, objectively, Deep Impact is a better end of the world comet movie. Yeah. Because it has Morgan Freeman in it, just by virtue of that. Just by virtue of that alone. But, um, yeah. yeah. Number two movie of the year Saving Private Ryan with $481 million. $482 million. Fantastic movie. Phenomenal movie. Number yeah. three, significant drop in quality for number three. What do you think it is? Uh, Big theatrical summer blockbusters of 1998. Was it Batman and Robin? It was not Batman. And Robin. Oh, was it? Um, Dumb and Dumber? Nope. Godzilla. <laughs> saw that on my birthday, June 5th, 1998. <laughs> I saw that on. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I feel like it was a. It was definitely I saw it on a class trip, mm-hmm. and you got to choose between two movies. And I think the two choices were Godzilla, and I want to say that darn cat. And but, of course, JJ is going to pick Godzilla because well, why would you pick Godzilla? Why would you pick Godzilla? Godzilla, even as a kid, then yeah. I loved Godzilla. Godzilla. Fooled. How could you that, mess up Godzilla? Well, all, all the merch was coming out like, yeah, man. So much Godzilla that. stuff. There was Taco Bell, Taco Bell promotions. Yeah. I think we'll need a bigger box. I'll remember that commercial. Oh, like that. I'm going to do a song. I'm going to sample yeah. cashmere. Like, it's like, okay, listen, this, the cast isn't looking so hot, but it's all about Godzilla. And wow. Wow. Yeah. Hey, the good news. Three hundred and seventy-nine million dollars. Godzilla, nineteen ninety-eight, scored. <laughs> Twenty twenty-one years later, 
uh, a Godzilla movie came out that I actually like, oh, okay, I actually like this one. <laughs> In America, America got the sh- got a shot at Godzilla again. Yeah, and here you go. It screw it up. Yeah. Well, that's my opinion. You and I differ on that. Yeah, but we'll, 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 that'll be. You're wrong. That'll be, that'll be uh, no. go, once the Criterion Collection comes out, we're just going to start a whole new podcast. We just talk about Godzilla movies. I'm um, of time. I mean, if you want to do that, I. I, I absolutely want to. We should do that. I'm, I'm, I'm game. <laughs> uh, uh, number four. There's something about Mary. That sounds about right. Three hundred and seventy million dollars. Number five. A Bug's Life. Three hundred and sixty-three million dollars worldwide. How did it's forgotten? Was it this? Is that this? Second Pixar is that that is the second Pixar movie, right? I'm not misremembering things. No, I think you're right, but yeah, it, it just kind of gets like like they just like did like as the ultimate dis, yeah. dis, uh, dishonor. Like we're taking your thing out of California Adventure now too. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't it didn't help that you had DreamWorks trying to be unscrupulous with the release of that movie because they had their Ants movie. Oh god, just around the same time. So oh my they, god. they're trying to they're trying to claim mental real estate of what if we did our bug movie but it had uh, Woody Allen in it. <laughs> I mean, neither one of them are great movies, but. Yeah. Bug I don't like that. I don't better. like that. I don't like that Woodsy Allen fella. He's always so nervous all the time. <laughs> yeah, Woodsy Allen. Now that uh, guy from News Radio and Waterface from Seinfeld, them I like. Uh, number six, Deep Impact, <laughs> three hundred and forty-nine million dollars. The waters have receded. <laughs> number seven, Milan, three hundred and four million dollars worldwide. Number eight. Doctor Doolittle, an Eddie Murphy movie that we didn't mention earlier. But oh, right. Maybe because yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, two hundred and ninety-four million dollars. Number nine, Shakespeare in Love. Okay, uh, Miramax. So also a Disney movie, really. Yeah. And rounding out the top ten movies of 2000, 2000, 1998, uh, Lethal Weapon Four. Huh. $285 million. Lethal Weapon huh. 4. Lethal Weapon 4, one of the top 10 biggest movies of 1998. Uh, Would not have uh, guessed that. Considering when you think about other movies that came out in 1998 that were that we still talk about today, yeah. um, that aren't on that list. The Truman Show. Yeah. It was 1998. Um, uh, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? Um Oh, there's Fear, loathing. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you would think, you would think Truman Show would would have been on oh, like top ten, but no. Blade, Blade came out in 1998. Oh yeah. So Blade. when you talk about Marvel movies, like you have to, oh, you have to go back to Blade. Like there'd be no X without Blade. Yeah, because yeah, X Men's at this point, like yeah, this is 98, and Spider Man's. Spider-Man 2000 and 2002, It was right? after 9-11. It was after 9-11 because of the yeah. trailer. So, yeah. And X-Men is 
I can't. Yeah. I can never remember if X Men's ninety nine or two thousand. It's like right there. Ninety nine. But yeah, yeah. it, it starts a blade. Yeah. And we just we just got that uh, announcement of a new blade. We're gonna yeah. get a new blade. And yeah. That that looks that I got me hyped because I love blade. Yeah. Half baked uh, came out this year. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, Spice World. Spice World is nineteen ninety eight. A, a movie that I enjoy, JJ, that you would not guess. Uh, Blues Pl- Brothers 2000? No, yes. Uh, Pleasantville. Which one? Pleasantville. Oh, yeah, Pleasantville. Pleasantville like, is a really cool movie. I like Pleasantville. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, Big Lebowski, 98 as well. Big Lebowski. 98 is a good year for movies. It is. Yeah. I, I, just, as I, just as the words were coming out of my mouth, I just stopped. And I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> like, it's like. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000. That's where I'm si- I'm staring at this yeah. as I say. Have some good movies as Blues Brothers 2000 is still staring. Me in the face. Speaking speaking of words coming out of your mouth, Rush Hour 1998. Uh, yeah. And Jackie the, Chan, the wedding singer. Okay. Okay. Dark City. Oh man. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Dorf Drive. Uh, that's that's fine. Uh, what else was in there? Uh, oh. uh American History X. Oh, yeah. That's certainly... Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, U.S. Marshals, which is the sequel to The Fugitive. Yeah. That everyone forgets it's the sequel to The Fugitive. <laughs> oh, I think... Uh, remember, oh, the uh, Halloween H2O, JJ, came out. I, <laughs> I like Halloween H2O. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. No, I don't like Halloween. H2. I was like, go <laughs> on. No, I, I can't do it. I can't keep the straight face. Uh, um, we, oh, we talked about. I talked about earlier. Mask of Zorro that came out in '98. Yeah, I genuinely enjoy that movie. Yeah, Lost in Space came out. There's Three oh, Ninjas, God. High Noon at Mega Mountain, the Hulk Hogan movie where he was wearing a wig while he was in the NWO. <laughs> Still at the time. <laughs> Well, now I'm just thinking about that freaking Lost in Space movie. Yeah. With Matt LeBlanc. Joey Tribbiani. (laughs) And and, uh, Heather Graham was on that? Yep. Yeah. Major League Back to the Miners. Oh, no. (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, Les Miserables. The Horse Whisperer. Yeah, all right. Quest for Camelot. Why do I recognize that? That is that's a, cartoon, right? Oh, uh, so like, yeah, yeah okay. Prince of Egypt, JJ came out this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for cartoons. So I've got Quest of Camelot, Prince of Egypt, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Hope Floats, Insomnia. <laughs> oh, the original Insomnia, not the. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Anything? Yeah? JJ, here's a movie that I enjoy. Um, Rounders came out ninety eight. Rounders, yes, I love Rounders. Yeah, Rounders, yeah. really good. Um, okay. Disney movies are re-released. This year. came out this year. Oh God, <laughs> Patch Patch Adams came out this year. Uh, Freaking Patch Adams. A movie that, let's be honest, is better than anyone will ever give it credit for. Small Soldiers came out nineteen ninety eight. I like Small uh, Soldiers. I saw I, that in theaters. I absolutely saw Small Soldiers in theaters. I see a couple of movies in this list that my wife loves. Uh, you've got Mail and Practical Magic. 
I was going to say basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She loves the Avengers movie. Not the good one. Air, Air Bud, Golden Receiver. Yep. <laughs> How Stella got her groove back. That's, there you go. Oh, Can't Hardly Wait. Yep. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Ronin. Love Ronin. Yeah. Robert De Niro. Ants yep. came out in October of 1998. Oh. Uh, oh, geez. That's right. What a crazy cast Ants has. Woody Allen, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, Sylvester Stallone, Jennifer Lopez, Christopher Walken, Dan Aykroyd, Danny Glover. What a weird... Night at the Roxbury. Oh, uh, oh Lockstock. So that came out in 98. Yeah, so did Rushmore. Uh, our friend Alex will be uh, thrilled to know that Bride of Chucky came out in 1998. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, uh... Okay, so this is a movie that I like, and I don't think anybody else likes it, but I do. Meet Joe Black? No. Not a bad movie. Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, yeah. I've seen it once. I feel like the only, I'm the only person that I've ever talked to that's seen that movie. Like, you like that movie? Like, yeah, I actually like that movie. Oh, man. I forgot. Okay, so two big releases in 1998 in terms okay. of how absurd they are. Uh, first and foremost, the Psycho remake with, with Vince, uh, Vince Vaughn. It's, that's right. Vince Vaughn is Norman Bates, people. Norman Bates. Uh, almost a shot for shot. I was going to say almost, but literally shot for shot. Like angles, dialogue, all of it's exactly the same, except for like he's pleasuring himself while spying on her. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, like and H is in Janet Lee's part. Yeah. Uh, and. More significantly, Jack Frost came out this year. Too. Wow. Not, not the murder snowman Jack Frost, the Michael Keaton Jack Frost. You want to talk about people on the downside of their career. This is like, this is it from Michael about, Keaton to like about, Yeah, think about how long it took Michael Keaton to come, to go from that to this. Yeah, <laughs> it was like this, and then he did Birdman and the founder, right? Yes. Yes. The is so good. It is. It is. I like. I like the founder. I, I love the visual of him storming a golf course with a cheeseburger in his hand, yelling. Yeah. Is always in my head. Just him. Like, what is this? And he's got a cheeseburger. Like Ray Kroc wasn't a nice person. No, he was a monster. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Insurrection came out this year. Uh that is the um, one that's directed by Jonathan Frakes. Wait, no. Is Insurrection the one? No. Okay, there we go. Insurrection's the bad one. Insurrection's the bad one. <laughs> I, I was like, no, no, I like First Contact. That's not First Contact. No, First Contact's the good one. First Contact's the one that you should like. And Generations is the one that I should like. Yeah. So that's the last real major release of 1998. A lot so. of movies that you and I enjoy. Yeah, well, I like 1998. And things, there are going to be increasingly better movies than the movie we're going to be talking about coming out. Coming Especially out. next week. And so, we want to get to our lists. Let's do it. How excited are you to rank this? <laughs> I, I, actually, I'm going to rank it kind of high, I think. I, I do like Milan. Let's start with, let's start around 10. Okay. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten on your list is Fantasia. Okay. Uh, Fantasia's better. Fantasia's better. 
Uh, Great Mouse Detective. I don't like it more than Great Mouse Detective, no. Black Cauldron. I think I like it better than Black Cauldron. Like it better than the Black Cauldron. Uh, it's like the stuff in this movie I can quote, like, my baby's growing up and saving China. Yeah. And just, like, the soundtrack. It's just, this movie's just really good. Yeah. It's what, it's dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your cow, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that, yeah. Uh, okay, so that puts it at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 on the old Nick list. That's respectable. That's a respectable top 20 from Milan. Mm-hmm. Top 15. I'll even give it, I'll give it that. So where does it go on my list? Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just going to plop it. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. I am putting it. In, so I'm putting it in between Black Cauldron and Peter Pan. I like okay. Black Cauldron more, uh, but I like this a lot more than Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is that on? That's a, so it's a little lower on my list than yours. I can tell just by the uh, formatting. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So, top, top 15. 15. Yeah. So, turns out, like, besides the fact that we couldn't remember anybody's name. Yeah. It's because it's not about the, the side characters are, like, with the exception of, like, Mulan and Donny Osmond, uh, like, like it's, it's the story of Mulan. Like everyone yeah. else, you could put, you could put any other character in the world, and the story's the same. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's just another generic captain character, and the story's the same. It, it, it's like it, it, it's all about her, you know, rise up and bringing honor, quote unquote, to her family, and it's really impressively well done. And it doesn't come across. It's not like Pocahontas, where you're taking a uh, like a culture and like doing nothing with it mm-hmm. uh, they're using it for the visuals they're using it for its sort of um, for for its sort of i don't know the sort of setup basically with the whole dragon stuff and everything yeah. but like it's not trying to like ignore it and it's not trying to sort of wash over anything in particular too much i mean it does it does obviously but it does it does handles the stuff much more respectably than like Pocahontas, which is a Absolutely. which is a movie in a very similar vein to this one. I'm, I'm only bringing up Pocahontas because they're, they're kind of similar in that sense. Um, well, okay, it's, it's storytelling. Which Pocahontas is also the last female-led movie too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and so, also, like I don't know about you, and I think I I think you also are genuinely excited for the live-action version coming out. Yeah, the trailer looks phenomenal. It the looks great. Looks like, the trailer makes it look like dead serious, like a Hong Kong crouching tiger, hidden dragon, also flying daggers style. Like it's very, it's very clearly being made with the Chinese audience in mind. And I love it. Like, like I do want you to have the Chinese audience in mind for this movie because it should be because like, like Hong Kong, like movies, like action flicks and period pieces and stuff are like all stunning. Mm -hmm. Like, they, but they do some great stuff. So, you know, I love some of those. It know. Man. Yeah, It Man. Yep. It Man you know, is I, a great movie. I, you know, I love uh, Hong Kong action movies. I love 
John Woo movies, yep. you know, Killer or um, Hard Boiled. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I love those movies. Police Story, Jackie Chan movies yep. uh, that I just recently bought on Criterion Blu-ray, and they, they those are fantastic. And Rumble in the Bronx still pretty kind of holds up. Still holds up, like like I want you to make the Mulan movie with that sensibilities in mind, and it looks like they are. Like, um, do some wire work. I want wire work. Yeah. Exactly. If you're gonna make this kind of story, I want wire work. Yeah. So, but uh, that's way down the line at this point. That's next, about that next year. Next year at like best. Yeah. But next week. Next <sighs> week. Everyone, next week is the series finale of Disney Compendium. No, this is, oh, this is a series finale. Sorry. Series finale next week. New format. So uh, next or, week, or, or at least, or at, least new, at least a new co-host. Yeah. New co-host uh, next week. Uh, because I I take joy in uh, torture of friends and family. Uh, Tarzan is next week, and Nick. We already know where this is like, what the end result for this particular movie is going to be next week. It's but it's the journey. And I, can, and I can't wait. I think this will be one of our top five episodes next week because it's, it's going to go one of two things. It's going to be the worst episode we've done or it's going to be one of the most entertaining episodes that we've ever done because you're going to be so curmudgeonly that I'm either going to have a lot to play off with you or I'm going to have nothing to play off with you. So. The thing is, just, just as a precursor of this, <laughs> I don't have a problem with the concept of the movie Tarzan or the character Tarzan. Or a Disney movie about Tarzan. Where where I have issues is the song stylings of one Phil Collins. And spoilers, that movie's full of Phil Collins. It's funny because it is more full. Like, it's probably the only movie where it's like we got this musician and we're just going to shove him into the movie to perform these songs. Because, like, you had, like, Elton John wasn't singing the songs in the movie. Nope. You know, Christina Aguilera wasn't in the movie singing Reflection. Nope. You know, uh, which we didn't talk about. <laughs> um, her first hit, by the way. Her first big yes. hit. Yes, a breakout hit. But inexplicably, they get Phil Collins. Okay, well, no, we can't go. We can't do this. Okay. Now. No, I can't. Listen. Listen. Uh, you can't get me prematurely angry. Mm-hmm. I might have a stroke next week. It's, it's going to be good radio, regardless. Um, I'm probably going to laugh 90% of the time, just out of your uh, and, pain and suffering. And just so you know, like my wife's going to make me watch that damn movie. Yes. Because she, she, I think she promised you at Disneyland. I, I, yes, she did. <laughs> She would make me watch that movie. <laughs> She's going to break out her copy of personal copy of Tarzan. It's on Netflix. It. It's on Netflix because it sucks. <laughs> so is so is Mulan and Hercules. So I, I'm not going to let you accept that. I'm not going to accept that answer from you. <laughs> I wish I was dead. <laughs> so next week, Suicide Watch episode. Of yeah. That is that will so tune in for Tarzan and Greystoke. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Christopher Lambert. <laughs> You're just gonna talk about uh, George of the Jungle the entire time while I try to talk about Tarzan. <laughs> I mean, 
Yes. <laughs> but until then. Yeah. Thanks again for joining us for this. I don't know what this episode was. Certainly wasn't a Disney Compendium episode, but technically that's what the headline's going to say. But uh, it's, it's what, so that's what I'm going with. But until next week, where we watch The Descent of Man. <laughs> or one man. Yeah. <laughs> one ascends to the heavens while the other drops lower than he's ever been next week here on Disney Compendium. And everyone, especially you, Nick, have a magical day. Pray for Mojo. <laughs> <laughs>